We should just role play. Whoever's, whoever's yeah. name is underneath you, just act like that person. <laughs> Yo, what up? This is Vin Pugazi. <laughs> this is the man with the rhyme all the time. L dot O dot. <laughs> Black business is a blight on America. <laughs> <laughs> This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is Hello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy, Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is our... I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main mans. Yo, this is L.O.Dot, a.k.a. I get him like I get him. Yo, it's your boy, Vin. I hit, I'm going to hit him with AK. This with a.k.a. Akida Coquito. I got that Coquito mm. for you. You better come get it. Stop playing. It's delicious. Got to plug myself there forward real quick. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody plug ass. Listen, fuck that. I got to get my money. I get my money. <laughs> Yave, watch me. Watch me work with that. With your Yave, come talk to a kid. You know what I'm saying? I got the recipe, son. I know everybody does Coquito. I know. But my shit is delicious. All right? Stop playing. This is Alaric. <laughs> this nigga hit us with the slurp <laughs> and the outrick. That was great. Uh, that was some ASMR shit right there. It was. It was. 100%. <laughs> Speaking of ASMR, I know you got the Coquito thing, Vin. What's going on in your life, B? It's been pretty good. After our, our last show, we talked about um, fatherhood and, and, and things of that nature. I'm just trying to stay on that path and, and, and you know, listen and talk with her more and be a part of her life and be me. And th- that's my new thing. I'm just being me. That comes with bad language and all of that shit. But she knows I love her. And, and, and I'm just trying to keep that spirit going, especially around this time of the year. And that's it, man. You know, work is work. Gives a fuck. But other than that, life is grand. And uh, I can't complain right now. You know, that's beautiful. What's up with you, Elo? Oh, wait, before we go, I wanted to ask him. Um, not ask. I actually wanted to uh, give you props. That coquito that you make is is excellent, sir. No, thank you, sir. So I, I wanted to co-sign. Yeah, yeah. Please. Your shameless plug. Yes. Sir, may get you ten percent off your bottle, sir, with your shameless plug. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to get a couple extra bottles because last time I shared some with my neighbors who destroyed my bottle and was like, "You only got two bottles." I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Even though nobody's coming over my house this, this holiday, but um, I'm going to drop it off at, at their house. Yo, I know, I know. La- I know. Last year, L was like contemplating whether he even wanted to give that shit away after he had the first bottle. He's like, you know what? Yeah, because you know what happened. What happened was I started drinking it for breakfast. <laughs> Let me get a, a egg and cheese and a, and a side of coquito there. You know, you put coquito on your cereal. I don't. I don't think that's legal, sir. As per use, this isn't new, by the way. This isn't new. So I started drinking it for breakfast and I was like, I was halfway through a bottle in two days. And I was like, okay, this is not enough. So then I brought the second bottle to the party and that's when they were like, yo, this is not enough. Where's the other bottle? I was like, I I don't have another bottle. Uh I had the other half of that bottle Uh left, but I certainly wasn't going to share that. No, fuck that. So, um, (laughs) because I love them, but. I don't love him yeah. like dad to give up the rest of my coquito. That was that was a little that was for me. It wasn't even Christmas yet. <laughs> Can I have something for myself. Can I have like, you know, I'll have it's a breakfast treat. Yeah. It's a breakfast treat. So I, I'm just trying to tell you, as another marketing uh avenue, you might want to put it out there as a breakfast drink. 
<laughs> you can you take put it, it on your, your lucky charm. <laughs> it probably would taste amazing in Syria. Oh my God. Lord have mercy. I, th- I think it'd be good on some golden grams. I think it'd be some good on some golden grams. I mean, it's, golden it's grams. delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. So for those of you who don't... Too. Yeah. For those, yeah. for those of you who don't know, Vin makes an excellent Coquito. Check out his uh, Instagram at Vin's Daily Rant. Inbox him. And you might get lucky. You might get lucky. If, if he still has... If, yeah, if he still has some left. He has the early batches. And and if he like you, if you got money, he like you. Yeah, if you got if you got listen, <laughs> if you can pay the, the price, and if you're in listen, if you're out of state, we could try to work on the shipping. You're gonna have to absorb the shipping cost, of course, because I'm you know it's gonna the shipping might be about ten twenty dollars depending on where it's going to, but you know I have the boxes and stuff I can ship it. But you know you got you got to buy like four or five bottles. Don't don't come me ask me to ship you one <laughs> bottle and it costs twenty dollars to ship it. And ship it uh, to you uh, Oklahoma. Put, let me just get a five ounce bottle. Can I get a sample bottle? How much does it cost to ship? Come on, man, stop playing. You have you come also on. have to absorb the interstate uh, trafficking charges that are associated with shipping <laughs> right. oh, sure. alcohol oh, unlicensed sure. across state lines. Sure. I was about now to say, dry snitching. Uh, Why are you snitching? I no one said anything about I, alcohol. I, just I didn't want to eat though. I didn't say I didn't, anything about alcohol. Yo, I don't put alcohol in my shit. No, I'm just saying you might. <laughs> I'm saying the, the, the milk laws is crazy out here, son. <laughs> milk laws, nigga. I don't, come on, no man. Milk. Come on, son. Pasteuri- yo, the pasteurization I make, mafia. I is listen. Not I make coquito, and you add what you want to add to it. I can't. Uh-huh. You know, I make coquito. <laughs> if you want to add whatever, if you want to add something else to it, that's on you. Mm. You know what I mean? All right. You can ex- express breast. <laughs> All right. Coquito. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I'll just dry snitched on me and shit. I'm getting charged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put your hands on the table there, Kid Coquito. We got you. You know what you were doing? Yeah. Kid Coquito. We got him red Finally got him. Square. We got him square-headed. Kid Coquito in the house. What were you going to do? Oh. I was going to sell my Coquito, see? And make everybody drunk on Christmas. Yeah, see? <laughs> we finally got him, Kid Coquito. And I would have got away with it. It wasn't, it wasn't for you meddling niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Try snitching on me on the goddamn fucking podcast. The crew Uh We got him. <laughs> we got him. Get Coquito red-handed. <laughs> uh, what's going on with me? Let's see. The wife and I are plotting on ways to get revenge on the neighbors upstairs. Oh, okay. Oh. So we've been trying to figure out ways to do you know, legal pranks on them to just annoy them. Jesus. Um, so well, we came I think up you with, should open that up to the Facebook group. I that's an that's an amazing idea. I am going to do that. Oh my god. <laughs> I, right. I, I I yo I'm like I don't understand why y'all got so much smoke with y'all neighbors, man. Are y'all the bad neighbors on the block? Or everybody's got smoke with y'all. No, I'm no. going to tell you why. Okay. Because the okay. parents okay. leave in the morning, mm-hmm. and the kids play video games all day. So I don't know if you've seen or ever watched kids play video games. Do you know what they do while they're while they're they playing rage. video games? They rage. Exactly. They smoke weight. They, they smoke rage no, quit. N- no, no, no. no they they are jumping and, and what the playing. fuck, man? Yes. So all that stomping is on our head all day. So after a while, it just be- becomes annoying. So um, we've been trying to figure out ways. So I found this thing, and let me know what you guys think about this. It's called a ceiling vibrator. <laughs> what ceiling the fuck is vibrator? that? Yeah, so what you do is it looks like a stripper pole, but it has a vibrating mechanism at the top that connects to my ceiling, their floor, and it just vibrates their floor. And it just makes an annoying vibrating sound as long as you have it on. The cool thing is <laughs> you can control it over Wi-Fi. Wow. So we could leave... <laughs> Play this thing for hours. Yo, the hell out of yo what this kind is of what sick, twisted shit is. This, <laughs> this is what happens when Leon has way too much fucking time on his hands. Oh this my is what God. the fuck he does. With so yeah, you know, so I'm, I was talking, I was talking all that, I was talking all that neighbor shit, but I do have some neighbor issues. We've just we called the truce. I forgot we did have beef actually. Oh, you talked to that man? No, we never spoke. 
But what was happening was we had a neighbor upstairs that was, well, we have two different neighbors. I don't know if it's the same one. I think it's two different neighbors, but there's one neighbor that sweeps incessantly. I mean, but how it, thin are your walls? But this is what I'm saying. It can't just be a regular broom. I think she, <laughs> they're sweeping with a steel broom. Yo, I, I think they're sweeping with barbed no, wire. No, no. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Not that one. The industrial broom. The one, the bristles. With no, the bristles. she's fucking scraping, scraping the floor. <laughs> the one with the big bristles on it. The, no, not Yo, that one. The other one. When my neighbor sweeps, it sounds like... <sighs> I was like, yo, what the fuck be going? And and then you know how, how long does it take you to sweep up a room in your house? I don't sweep. Ten, I've asked I got I got okay. every spot. Ten Bye-bye. minutes. Let's just actually. Say, I do please. sweep the kitchen. Is ten minutes exactly. a satisfactory? First of all, if you sweeping for ten minutes, you haven't been sweeping for weeks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm talking about all in, all in. So, yo, so her and floors are stripped. <laughs> I don't know she's why. She's down to the pipes. She she be sweeping the down to your seat. She be sweeping for ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. <laughs> That's her cardio. And I'd be like, Jesus. So anyway, so maybe I got she, actually maybe she's old and she keeps forgetting that she that she just swept. <laughs> no. Did I sweep that up? Did I sweep over there? Oh my god! Oh, I forget. You know what? Area. I'm just gonna circle back just to be sure. <laughs> you know, I don't remember. Wait. So one day, one day, one day, one day. First of all, remember I told you guys we just got a new air conditioner. So we had this old air conditioner. Shit was mad loud. So we used to have to keep the TV up really loud to go so we could hear it over the air conditioner. So anyway, so one day we called the um, like sweep it, sweep it, sweep it, sweep it. So <laughs> somebody picks up the phone and we call. We we have a we have a our own security people in the area. We call the security people. And was like, listen, could you just go upstairs and tell a neighbor that their sweeping is like just kind of loud and it's just a little bit much. This is like sweeping. It's just like hours of sweeping. Hours. So we call, go up the sweeping stops. We're like, oh, thank God. Back to watching TV. <laughs> uh, about 45 minutes, hour and a half goes by. Doorbell rings. It's security. Uh, yeah, the neighbor upstairs uh, said that uh, your TV's a little loud. So that ended that feud. Because mm. I was like, okay, you're going to sweep. Our TV's going to be loud. And we just have to live with each other. So that ended that beef. And um, I, I don't know if I won or lost. I think I lost. The sweeping machine is it's on Wi-Fi. Although the sweeping... wasn't even on. Hold on. Although the sweeping is has... It's not 90 minutes anymore. Yo, she got yo, she got some Goonies ass contraption hooked up. Are we sure that it that's her sweeping, or does she have like one of those robo sweepers that are sweeping? Nah, nah. nah. And one, how do you know she's sweeping? Did you go upstairs and see her sweeping and she was holding a broom? I don't know what she's doing. I know I know what it sounds like if Hansel and Gretel were in the house and there was a woman in there on wood floors and the forest was silent. That's what it sounded like. That was one hell of an analogy, my friend. Yeah, um, I don't know what that you totally lost me at Hansel and Gretel, but okay. <laughs> nah, because you know, because the witch always got the broom in there. And the kid, and the kid you never watched Hansel and Gretel. Do? Yeah, because the, the, the witch is that about eating kids sweeping. Yeah, because no, the it's about eight, sweeping right? loudly. No, because okay. they're always sweeping when Hansel and yeah, Gretel come in. They're always sweeping. There's always sweeping going on before. Don't you guys watch these movies? Yeah, can right, I have a tur- can I have a turkey sandwich I, I, with yeah. uh, <laughs> lettuce? Tomato, I do not remember the sweeping. I don't even know why was it witch sweeping? Because every witch has a broom. Every witch has a broom to fly, not to sweep. They sweep first, and that to show you it's a broom, and then they they get on it and they kick it twice and it flies. My man, but they always sweep first. <laughs> My they man, you watch you watching a very specific cartoon. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> very specific. It's a fact. It's a fact. So it sounds yeah, like some witch porn. I don't know what the fuck you're watching. <laughs> and then you know the she takes the broom and puts it in her ass. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the first ass joke from Vince. Hey, Vince hey. back. Vince back. Hey. It's a good time. (laughs) Come follow us over at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Decoding40. Be social. Peace.
I have been teaching again. I've been teaching a podcast course again. These kids are this is the second cohort of kids. Just as creative as the first, just as cool as the first. So I'm looking forward to what they're going to create. But that ends pretty much, I think, in a week or two. So I have way too much time to well, I have way too many things to cram in too much in too little time. And I feel like I'm in complete fog brain and not focused on dates and times. And I am only responding to things that have strict deadlines. So if you tell me, uh, get it done in a couple of days, you might as well say get it done in 2021, because that's not going to happen anytime in 2020. But the other thing I, I've, I've been thinking about, and I wanted to kind of get you guys' impression on this too. I'm just going through friends' uh, timelines, and I've noticed that a lot of them are going to like parties and and not like parties with friends like and family. Parties, like clubs. And I'm like... Club COVID. Am, am I being overly concerned about what's going on or are they being too loose in their behavior you're not being overly concerned we're all seeing this uptick happening part of it is because it's flu season and you know people for some reason people right now will get sick but also people are out like the fucking pandemic is not real anymore yeah every place is is seeing an uptick that was part of my check-in because I'm mm. sort of I'm pissed right now because uh, there is no in-person school right now. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we uh, New York City passed that three percent threshold that the uh, city and teachers union agreed agreed upon. So yeah, it's no in-person schooling anymore. Yeah, motherfuckers is acting like COVID is like. Hello. Yeah, this is COVID. I'm taking off the rest of the summer and the weekend. You know? Oh. Um, <laughs> you guys can go back out. You don't have to wear no mask. Okay. I'll be back. <laughs> it's the holiday weekend. I'm, yeah. I'm um, a, I'm a, this is, hey, this is COVID. Yep. I'm taking off for the weekend for, for Turkey Day. You yes. know, have a parade. I won't attack anybody. Okay. I'm going to give you guys the weekend. And I'll be back on Monday. Yep. So make sure you mask up. Okay. Bye. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking weird. bananas, yo. We decided to stay home as a family and we're going to cook Thanksgiving yeah. dinner together. And for the most part, most of our family are just kind of their immediate family. But yeah, I'm I'm just really concerned that people are not taking this as serious and no. and not so much. And I, you know what? I, I watch Rachel Maddow a lot and she said something that really resonated with me. Whatever calculation that you've made in terms of dealing with COVID you should recalibrate it because her partner apparently became deathly ill with COVID. Mm. And um, she realized that the worst part of COVID is not you contracting it is watching someone else contract it. And you have very little power to help them or to be able to support them. Mm. So, um, so that's, what's kind of guiding my thoughts of, around how I'm that's moving. A fact. That's a fact. Watching somebody with COVID, there's nothing you can do. There's literally nothing you can do. You're literally stuck and you're on pause until that person is either healthy or not. Mm. And um, it's, it's tough. It's tough. No matter whether it's a friend, whether it is um, one of my students just came to me and was like, yo, I'm sorry. I was out last week. I, I got best excuse ever. I was like, I was like, I didn't see you all last week. He was like, yo, I had COVID. He was like, oh. he was like, Yo, he said, yo, I got COVID. And in a minute, I was like, get away from me. And I was like, oh, he's on Zoom. It's all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> before a minute, I was like, why you up on me? <laughs> like, yo, turn your camera. I don't even want to see you over there. Yeah. Like, oh, Close your laptop before you get a virus. <laughs> Hold up. It's like it's like some fucking horror flick where you're in the camera and in the background, you see like the little fucking demon. <laughs> and that's the COVID and shit. Don't snatch your Put ass. his hand like, on his shoulder. Shit. Oh, man. And it worked out. It worked out. It's so good. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's it's been on my mind heavy because uh, I'm just I'm concerned about those friends that are not taking this as serious as I would like them to. I mean, so like I said, no more in-person school for the little one. And I'm guessing that it's, they're not going to come back the rest of the the rest of this year. Because, I mean, you got Thanksgiving and then you got Christmas and you got New Year's. I don't think that she's going to be going to school. It's probably we'll, we'll be hopeful that in January she's going to be back in class but i mean like this just throws your entire life and in, like into a tailspin because motherfuckers will not wear a fucking mask why is it hard why is it hard to social distance and wear a mask and stay in place like just stay in a small group of people party with your your folks 
and not go to a goddamn club in Miami. Mm. I just saw it. I just saw it in 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 a newspaper today. Some club that opened up over the weekend had like hundreds of people. It was an indoor outdoor sort of venue, but people are spashed in together at mm-hmm. the bar trying to mm. get a drink. Like like it's normal times. It's right. not normal times, people. It's a <laughs> and, fucking and, pandemic. Yo, you just reminded me. Remember, I sent that article the other day about there was a swingers club in New York City <laughs> that yeah. the sheriffs had to shut down. Wow. Called Caligula. It was called Caligula. Oh, that was at Caligula? I'm saying like I've yeah, been there. No. no, that was the name of it. it was I, no, I know. I've heard of the club. I've never been to the club. I just want to put that on record. Um, <laughs> I have never heard of yeah, it. You right. have more like, information. I've never been to that club before. I've never heard of this place. Hold on. I've never heard of this place. I'm sorry. Did you say I don't, what did I don't you call know the owner, Greg? The owner, you Greg. Gallagher? Did you say uh, Gilligan? Yeah, the owner Greg. He and I yeah. only went out for drinks once. <laughs> Thomas it, makes a great. And his martini, wife was. By the way. I'm sorry. No. Um. So anyway, yeah. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, who is going to a swingers party during a pandemic? Like, well, what? Wearing leather masks. What disconnect I mean, is going on with you? you? Said a leather mask. Well, they have COVID tests at the door. It's fine. It's fine. Fuck out mm. of this crazy. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. You Hold can't up. see you're what that mouth the, do, though. You're at you're at the party. Oh. <laughs> Hold up! <laughs> wow. Now, now, now you could, put a hole in the mask. That could have been that could have been required for okay. entry. Is is that you had a rapid test done? It's possible. It's very yeah, expensive. Does it make sense? Like, does it make still doesn't make any sense? Not likely. But eighty not people. Likely. I'm like, Hold come up. on, man. You're you're at the bar, right? And you see a motherfucker over there sweating. You don't know if it's COVID or ecstasy, <laughs> right? You don't or know they, what. Or they just finished the session. You don't know what's yeah. happening. You don't know what's happening. Or all three, or all three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know if he's high on cocaine or COVID, nigga. Like you don't know what is going on. Is you know, it hot like, in here, baby? Hey, man, is that coke or COVID? He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. of that, nigga. It's all yeah. of that. Toma, come get this COVID. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Giuliani was up in there. It's real bad. Oh it's my God. Bad. That's that back. Oh, Mr. Mr. Grow Your Sideburns on the spot. Oh my God. <laughs> Giuliani. Giuliani. He's so, he's <laughs> so manly. He can squeeze out sideburns <laughs> on demand. Giuliani. Giuliani. Whenever he's at a uh, press conference, they should do yeah, that. Yeah. Giuliani. <laughs> I saw a meme that said he was so full of shit that it started leaking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From his temples up to here. Yeah. He's shit. Yeah. Giuliani. Um, Giuliani. So the other thing is, is like for the past two weeks, I think I've been tested every day. Except three days. Wow. Damn. So your nostrils so, must be on fire. No. Well, the test that they're doing now, this PCR test, is not as invasive as the first test that they were doing for COVID. Mm. That first COVID test, they were like tapping on your brainstem. Mm. But now they're just sort of like a half inch in your nose and they're swirling it around, pulling boogers down or whatever and uh, testing that. But yeah, I've, I've, I've gotten the test Let's see. I think only three days out of the last two two weeks, I, I wasn't tested. And then when I'm coming back to New York from L.A., they say uh, if you're in a place that is not connected to New York, you have to quarantine for 14 days. I still don't understand the enforcement behind that. I, it's not like anybody's coming to your house. Right. Necessarily. But if you get not caught, let's, let's just say that I'm, I'm driving and I get a speeding ticket. Mm. They can hit me with a fine for not quarantining on top of whatever this because I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Mm. But then I got another email that said I am an essential worker and I am not I don't have to quarantine. I'm essential, bitch. Get out of my way. I, Who look, sent this right. email? Is um, like depart- that uh, card we talked about yesterday. No, 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 no. So Nigerian, you I am blind from to do anything that the government says that you have to do. You are a sovereign citizen. 
You I applied for that on an alt-right website, and they said I was good to go. <laughs> Wait, so who sent this letter? Who sent it? No, you, you have to fill out a form. You know, like when you, when you go uh, to a foreign country, you have to fill out an immigration form. Mm-hmm. There's, an, there's a form you have to fill out when you fly into JFK saying where you came from, where you've been, when is the last time you tested, all of that shit. And uh, you put it in a box. Did I? Did no, I, I it's it's a, it's electric. Well, yeah, there is a there is a, a hard copy of the form, okay. but most people are filling it out electronically. Okay. And when you come off the plane, which is com- this was weird to me, you come off the plane and there's three guys standing in military uniforms that are checking to see that you filled out the form on your phone, and you have a check mark, or they're pulling you over and saying, "Here, fill out the hard copy." But it's weird to see. Three people in military uniforms, not like police, not like health department. A, right. It's a war, motherfucker. It's a war. There's war going on outside. Yeah. I, I was I, I did I wasn't ready for that. This is my first this is the first trip um outside of New York. Um so coming back, this was like a whole nother thing going on. So and, now, uh, I, don't and I still have to get time. one more test. My new wet dream is to see a MAGA walk out of the terminal into one of these guys and suggest that they are not going to fill that form out. (laughs) I want to see the outcome from that. I will not. I don't have to fill out a fucking form. I'm an American citizen. I have it. I have a card right here. It says it from my doctor that says I don't have to wear. What are you doing? Don't stop choking me. Throat trap. Stop choking. I'll sign the form. I'll sign the form. Uh, I am looking for that video starting tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think this is gonna happen. Uh, there's uh, always yeah. somebody. There's I'm always you, somebody. There's always folks somebody. Are, yeah, they they they're on another planet, yo. There's always somebody yeah, that's that 100%. committed, you know, 100%. who basically will wear the mask on the plane, then get off the plane, and then take the mask off just mm-hmm. to antagonize. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker. I already wore the mask. I was already on the plane. I'm six feet away from this person. Why? This, mm. you know, it's just Karens and Kevins are out there, yo. I, I just wish people would really understand how serious this thing is. And the longer you decide you're not going to wear the mask, the longer we're going to be in this. Right. You well, know, white white people are going to white. I think we've established that. <laughs> well, black people are apparently going to white too because they're doing the exact same thing. Well, white people, black people, trying to white. All right, so I'm going to ask this one more time. So are you guys still not going to take the vaccine now that we have three supposed vaccines that are of high efficacy? No, I'm going to see how somebody else does with it first. Mm. I'm going to see if Will Smith take it, and then I'm going to take it after. I got antibodies, so, you know, I got my own vaccine. (laughs) It's true. No, I I am going to take it, though. Oh, you decided to take it? I do want to see somebody else take it first, but I'm not going to get it first anyway because I'm not top of the food chain gotcha. for that. but i am i am gonna take it though i'm gonna take I, it. I don't i want to wait and see what happens before they probably make me take it how much of my job but i don't know uh, how that's gonna work yet we haven't discussed that yet we haven't got a memorandum or an email stating that you have a or b choice you can either take it or if you don't take it sign this waiver and if you get sick we'd have no liability to give you blah mm-hmm. blah blah they're gonna hit you from a money angle yeah, they're probably uh that's that's all about the money for them. You know they're crafting I mean? that email and memo right it's now. It's already done. It's already done, my friend. They're oh, just ready to drop oh, they wait, waiting to drop uh, that shit like a mixtape, nigga. These niggas want you to sign. Yeah, that's that's how it goes. Yo, down. if they got clue on that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> New memorandum. <laughs> Yo, I was. If that you don't get it, hilarious. you're not gonna get this check. <laughs> no bennies, no bennies, no bennies. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, it's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. For me, the worst part of all of this is um, not being able to go into the doctor Mm. and see the baby because I have to sit in the car. What? 
my wife is pregnant, I'm not allowed to go into the doctor and see the sonograms. So it's God been a whole damn. see, I didn't announce the baby until the last episode. So if you're just listening, um, but I can't I cannot go in and I cannot see the baby. And um, so they, I'm they getting take like, pictures, though. They take pictures, they're FaceTiming, they're doing everything. But get that. a video. Yeah, but it's not the same experience. You want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, it's yeah. your first one. You know, it's my first no, one. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, know, you want to see it and, you That's know, you watch as, it I, as I say that, I, I took that for granted. And it, I, if I were not able to be there, it would have been. Why do they do that, though? I mean, like, it's, it feels kind of cruel. Like, well, all right. So I'll give you I'll give you guys another example. I have a family member in the hospital. I have two people that came from California to see this person in the hospital. And even though they flew 3000 miles from California to New York to see this person, they would not let them in to see this person. And that's well, kind of how that's moving right now because of COVID, even well, though we, we asked because for, they like, came from California. No, just because that's the rules, compassionate consideration. Uh-huh. And they were like, they were like, no. So, so the rule is one visitor per day, period. Oh, so one of them can go. They just can't go together is what you're saying. Correct. And if anybody else goes, you got to go the next day. Mm. So it's a lot of it's a lot of um, COVID interests. It's a lot. But but the but but the idea that you can't accompany your wife to. No, you cannot. Doctor appointment seems feels cruel to me that 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 feels unfair because this is an experience that both of you are going through. What's the rationale behind that? Safety. I haven't been to one doctor's appointment at all, period. And we're talking about multiple doctors. We're not talking about one doctor. Every doctor is like that. Yeah. Um, less exposure, whatever the yeah. case may be. So I'm not allowed to do which which I don't understand because if I'm around her. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Whatever I got, she got. Or vice versa. Sounds like some both. You got it. Yeah, she right. just got out of the car. Right. But no, I'm just not allowed to come in. So it is what it is. I want and have you pushed back be, or you just yeah. you accepted it? I pushed back and it was like, well, you can you could come in and then we just won't have the doctor's appointment. Like they've really been hardcore about that. Here's the funny shit. The 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 one the, the case with the people coming from California over here, I reached out to them and I called them. I was like, listen, this is really important, whatever, whatever. The nurses have it's not even the doctors or the hospital. The nurses have complete control and say so over what they accept for their floor. And every floor is individual and specific to them. So whatever they say goes in that particular hospital, it is 100 percent the nurses and not the hospital. The nurses have 100 complete say so about what they're comfortable with. Yeah, you are really nice. I just came to the realization you are really nice. I've been telling you this. But anyway, the yeah, nurse manager I have was like never oh. been the type of person to be <laughs> even close to being amenable to whoever's on the floor. I know, but I'm I don't get pulled out by security like you do. I Ellis like, I'm sorry, nurse ratchet. Let me speak to your boss. Yeah, like I'm 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 that guy. Like I, I am really like no, I don't care. Like I, I, I don't know if I talked about this on the show. One time I had to go to the hospital, um, and another person who I have no idea who this person was was not being treated properly. I got up, went to the nurse's desk, and was like, "You all need to treat this person because she's obviously in considerable amount of pain." And who are you, sir? And they were like, "Are you a relative?" No, I'm here, patient too, but I'm seeing her, and she's in right. pain. Right. And and they got into action, but it was because I was I was re- really ready to raise hell over so because I have a problem seeing human beings suffer. And this is is always funny because my therapist says uh, you should have been a therapist because you suffered so much. And I'm like, yeah, I should have been, but I didn't want to go to school for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck your couch. But the fuck thing is. People. Right. But the thing is, my pain Fuck them drives kids. me to want to protect other people from pain. So when I see someone hurting, I go into action. I really want to fight for them. And actually, that came through with me wanting to go to law school. But then turned out I couldn't get a high school on the LSAT. So I went to business school, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I'm just saying when when it comes to stuff like that, I remember when my grandmother was in the hospital. I raised hell um, because of the way she was being treated. I just don't like people being mistreated. But you obviously, sir, are far nicer than I will ever be. And you probably are the yin to my yang. Pause. And I'll say that. But I but I think <laughs> but I think you are the yin the pause was very well placed <laughs> and, and also hilarious. Um but but I no, but I think you're my ang- anger translator because sometimes <laughs> like 
sometimes I'm I am I am I'm too like yeah it's all it's all good like it'll work out or whatever whatever and I get a lot of smoke for that. But at the same time, I know people are scared. People are trying to do their jobs. Sometimes yeah, I when it. I I, I check people when I think they're like being unnecessarily they they have power and they're unnecessarily being assholes. Um, that's a problem for me. But if you if you if you're legitimately scared or if you're legitimately concerned, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. You're just trying to do your job and get a paycheck. You don't want you know you don't want me coughing all over you and you don't know where I've been. I understand all that. Right. Yeah. But but I'm not you, coughing you, on you. I'm wearing right. a mask. And I you mean, have a on, right to playing. you have a right to protect your wife and be with your wife to make sure that she's okay. Yeah. yeah that, that doctor's office thing. I, I don't, that just, that doesn't sit right with me. It's, it's not something that she should be going through on her own or experiencing on her own. I agree. Yeah. I'd be fucking upset about that. Bring me to the yeah, next appointment. I'm a brown. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm be like, on this, my friend, phone. this is my friend Luther <laughs> and Luther has something to say. <laughs> <laughs> just call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's call my man Luther over here. See what he has to say. Got, All right, cool. I got something to say. All right, let's get into it. So our first topic today is, you know, there's a lot going on with social media. There is a lot going on with access to information. And are we losing a generation? And we have, we have, we have a president that is a, that an outgoing president that is a nightmare. And we have a whole group of people that are believing in conspiracy theories. And there are so many draws on the attention, which are literally fake news. Um, we have, we have so many things that are detrimental to our young people. Are we losing a generation of our young? Are we losing the innocence of a generation of our young people? Yeah. <laughs> End of segment. <laughs> Moving on. Next topic. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, th- I think we are. I, and I don't even think it's just the innocence. I think we are losing. And I, I'm saying we as us here on the podcast or people who believe in the things that we do. But we have a section of our society who has lost connection with reality and they yes. are willing to live in this fantasy world. And then and I, I said it yesterday, this lifestyle of conspiracy theories that they they don't even want to listen to things that are rational. They are truly based on feelings or things that have been told to them that sound like they are based in or rooted in reality. They don't have to be. They, they don't have to have proof. They don't have to have any evidence whatsoever. They don't, they don't even want to share the source. And when they share the source, and I actually typically read the source because I honestly want to know what's happening with these people. The sources are an echo chamber of nonsense. So it's like, I'm talking crazy and I want to bring you into my crazy. And the only thing that roots us in our craziness is me telling you that this craziness is real. That's it. There's no other connective tissue whatsoever that suggests to you that this is rooted in any sense in fact or evidence-based understanding. Are you talking about youth and innocence? I'm, I'm talking about it all. Did you just expand the question? I did. Because we needed to expand the question. <laughs> but next time on the lifestyles of the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I'm Here we go. We are I'm not Robin allowed. Lynch. We are not allowed to expand questions. We're not, we're not allowed. You're right. So but I'm Robin Leach and I don't youth know in innocence. This is the part that uh, I, I struggle with with my kids online. So when they're on YouTube, I'm I'm constantly trying to remind them you are a are putting yourself, infusing yourself in someone else's creativity and someone else's thoughts and someone else's mind. I want you to focus on your own creativity, on your own thoughts, on developing who you are as an individual before you get so absorbed by someone else's platform. But is that realistic, though? Because we didn't do that. We didn't do that either. We had imagination, right? We, We also lived in these worlds where whether you were into karate magazines or you were into wrestling or you were into the A-team or, or whatever you sort of or, or cartoons or illustration or animation you delved into those worlds that weren't yours of your creation but they spoke to your imagination and they sparked things in you let me qualify I'm talking about the al- algorithm and that's the part that is different now so if you talk, if you're watching the A Team, there's nothing on the television that's now programming you to watch GI Joe. Like you might watch GI Joe, but there's nothing again saying, okay, now let's feed him this or watch no, more well, A Team. Watch that's more A Team. That's not true. 
You think you were being programmed? What? Absolutely. Wait to the extent that they are now. No, they they couldn't do it. To the extent that they. That's the only point I'm making. That's the well, only no, point no, I'm no. making. Okay, don't, so it's like don't it's expand supposed, my don't expand my thought. So no, 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 no. It's it's like expand <laughs> the like, lines, color in the lines. That's, that's the only the point I'm making. It's it's like saying programming only exists now and didn't exist then. That's not because, what I said. Okay, I said to the so extent. programming. You're saying that they didn't show didn't you a team. I'm saying to influence you to watch GI Joe, but they did, or they influenced you to buy GI Joe and to buy a team. No, no. Action figures. That, yes. that I agree with. What I'm saying, though, is that the algorithm that they're using now yes. is more fine-tuned and becomes more to personal. To the individual. That's what I'm saying. The, That's what yeah, I'm so saying. The, groups, the groups that they're able to sell to is smaller. So they're able to target small, exactly down to, down to the individual. That is true. But okay. that, 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 You're not disagreeing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But but the idea that it, that that just began now, no. I mean, listen. Okay. TV has always been programming us. I, I'm not saying that it has not. That's all I'm saying. Yo, <laughs> I, I yo, knew yo, you yo. were going there. Every, every every time y'all talk, I feel like <laughs> Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. The unheard conversations, <laughs> like the. <laughs> well, I I feel like a lot of times we get into conversations. Not not just us, but people of our age get into conversations about how things are, are so different now, but they use all the tools that they had then to steer us in the directions that they steering these kids in. Now they're right, just but, using, they're but, using all of their tools. So but, it's, it's not that it's not that they are being steered and we weren't being steered and we had our own, we had, we were, we were, we were exercising our own free think and our own free will. No. Yeah. Yes, it but here's what else was different. But I think the technology but, right now makes it more detrimental. Exactly. But here's that's true. But here's what else is different. Mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, pop pop and mama had more influence when we were coming up than these kids do now. YouTube has more influence on our kids now than our parents I, had well, on us. I, we I can't say up. that. I, I would ask the two parents here who have kids that are teenagers. Tweens. If that is actually true, I, I I would say yes and no. So, and this is what I would. What would you say, Ben? I was going to say the same exact thing. Yes yeah. and no. Because comparing the technology of today to the technology of yesterday is like comparing it's, it's muskets. Not, that's no, not what I'm, I'm saying. saying. I'm just saying it's a continuum of con- technology, and it's it's like saying muskets and machine guns are the same. Yes, there were guns back in the day. But they were not as sophisticated as they are now. Did they still kill motherfuckers? Yeah, they do. Okay. But there's, there's a precision that, like, I, I no longer have to stuff it <laughs> with some gunpowder and sit there and be like, they got yeah, their just, numbers just, up. Just, the, just the technology just for five more must, minutes. Muskets, five more minutes. You stand muskets. right there and I got, I got your number. <laughs> muskets is 1960s or 1940s television. We're talking okay. about. The introduction of machine guns in World War One versus what we have now, right? And, right, and that's what I'm saying. Like so the internet, million, um, uh, yeah. The internet versus television in the '80s, two different worlds. It's a All continuum, right, so, yes, but it's two different worlds. Here's 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 the difference, I think, and here and here's my problem. I I agree with y'all saying, and again, I'm just new to this fatherhood thing. I'm, I'm not even. I'm just starting. I haven't even. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But I guarantee if the four of us looked at each other's browsing history, there would be something we would be like, hmm, what's that? <laughs> no. Mm. No, you can't look at my browser history. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, you cannot look. Bottom line. Bottom line. Right. Bottom line. But my point being is, is that <laughs> if you put 50 people or 100 people in a room that you know and you looked at their browsing history, you would learn something about that person. So my point being is, is we now live in a time when you don't know what your kids are doing. You don't know what your friends are doing. You don't know what your spouse is doing. You don't know 100 percent of that person because but these algorithms, this technology does. I'm I'm going to I'm going to venture and say, like, in our generation, it was easier to control people's thoughts than it is now because there's 
now there's a million different influences coming at you, right? In our day, we had four networks. We had no, we had three networks, four, five as we got older, but they all were had had corresponding ideas of what life was in America. And that guided our thoughts and our approach to life. When the Cosby show came around, it was groundbreaking because this shattered the ideas that were before it. Before MTV, where did you go for music? Where did you go to see the people that were performing the music that you loved? Video music box. Yeah. You only had very you had very few outlets for the things that you wanted to see. So it was much easier for them to guide your thoughts. When the internet came along, it was an explosion because now you have ideas coming from all over the place. But the you're right. The algorithms are trying to narrow that view. But we were more controlled in our day. What's, what's funny is the algorithms are really not trying to do something nefarious. They're not. I know everybody thinks that, but they're not. It's how we use that technology. It's how we leverage yeah, that, that technology. That, it's like anything right, else, right? Yeah. Guns don't right? kill people. Yeah, well, right. right. People kill people. People kill people. Right. It, yeah. Right. No, no. But that, but but that's true. It's not the gun that's evil. It's how the, the gun is used. The gun inherently isn't evil. It's just a gun. Right. But we're talking yeah, about the semantics. people who use. Yeah. The tool. So, right. It's right. Only, I get that. It's but, only people who use the tool. Right. But the, but what the what they're trying to do is keep you on the platform so they can make more money. They're not actually trying to indoctrinate you. They're left trying to or take right. your money. They're trying to take your money. No, they're, they're brainwashing no, they're you. To, no, Come they're trying on, to sell it's you things. Game. It's a no game. No different than television. Yeah, yeah, you know what's so funny? Why do you it's think that's not funny. control? Why do you think that that's not control? The, the, whole, the, whole, the whole purpose of America is consumerism. They want to make you buy. They fucking kill you with fear. They make you swallow that shit so you get scared and you go shopping. And then you're hungry, so you go shopping. They create a fucking disease. You go shopping. You buy all the fucking toilet paper you can fucking get your hands on. It's all about money. So they create these situations, and they put the shit in your face all the time. And that's what makes you go buy shit. It's all about consumerism. If we don't buy shit, they don't make money. The shit stop. Simple. People are built And they like use that. this information. No, no, matter, and they use no matter where they are. No matter they, where they are. That's not and they I'm use the information. Saying. They but, use the information mm-hmm. that they gather from what we search and they use it against us. All right. It, whether it's they it's sold to do that. It's bought for the for the sole purpose or, to try to or find they a use way it, to make or more they money. use it to, or they use it to help you. And you got to look at it that way too. How, how am you helping? Help me what? Buy another fucking sweater I don't need? <laughs> Mac, it's not to the best interest of the consumer. I disagree. No, I, but see, that's about, what I disagree it's with. About, it's about selling product. And I know that you, I know that you've worked in marketing for a long time. I've worked in advertising for a long time also. And I know that it's a tool for selling product. They will tug at your heartstrings. They will tug at your emotions in order to sell product. But what is the point of selling this product? It's to constantly have people consuming. What's in the best interest of the consumer is actually to save and buy better quality products than to continually keep buying things. But that's that's the track we're on. I don't disagree with that. but Because marketers are competing with other marketers for your dollars. 100%. But good marketing... Is about it's not about selling you anything. It is about helping you solve problems. Never. Good marketing. That's how I, I literally teach it. That's how I teach it. That's how I talk about it. That's what I do for my clients. I'm literally like, how, how can you how can capitalism, you capitalism does not no. think about that. what I'm think about what I'm saying. Think about what I'm saying. If you yeah. have a problem, it's all it's all ice cream combs and sprinkles. No, I'm not it's saying everything that. is Wait, I, I charm want him, seasons. I want him to finish. I'm not saying song. that. If okay. you have a problem and I solve it better than someone else and cheaper yes. than someone else, I win. Okay. So Period. if you're the marketer so, and you're so, solving my problem, then the yeah. advertiser created the problem and then you solved the problem and sold no. me the product. No. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. The advertiser. No, okay. no. Hey, have you had numbness in your legs? Sure. When they sit at the toilet sometimes, I get yeah. my legs. That is some. That is a sleepy leg problem that you should see your doctor about, and we have a medication for it. Sleepy Speak leg. to a marketer; he'll sell. He'll sell you the product. 
What's you didn't even know you had a problem. You didn't what? know you had a problem. You oh were just in the toilet and your legs fell asleep. But apparently, that's some oh sleepy God. leg shit that you need medication for. Am or, I going to lose my legs, sir? You got to speak to your doctor. And hopefully, oh it's the doctor that they've already influenced to try to sell you this drug. Now you add an extra spice on it. I hear what you're saying. But the doctors, okay, so the doctors I, absolutely will sell a, a pill. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. So, so let me give you an example. The best job is, that I is Uber jobs. You know why? Yes, because they over because they overpay you. I have to do the least. Is that your measurement of it's if it's the best job for you? The measurement of the best jobs for me are the ones that I have the most impact on. It's not how much money I make. Well, no, the absolute best jobs are the ones that don't even pay well. But I enjoy what I'm doing. In terms I enjoy of what, what I'm doing. Okay, but that's not what you but that's not what you said. So here's what right. I'm saying. In my in my in my world, the mm-hmm. best jobs for me are the ones where I get paid well, I enjoy what I'm doing, and I have the most impact on the world. Those that's why I do what I do. I enjoy what I do, is because I have impact on people helping to make a decision that can help. Half of my clients are nonprofits. They don't make money from doing it, but I'm able to get messages out there and able to get them donations to support their cause. And they all do good in the world. So all marketing isn't bad, right? No. So what I, I'm no, s- no one said no, no, no. Marketing. But 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 here, but here, what I'm saying is, is that good? Just like everything else, there's a good side of the force and a dark side of the force. Good marketing should help you solve problems. Good marketing should help you make a decision. Good marketing should inspire you. The entire world is not non for profit. Most of the I, world, the world is this. Profit. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But if somebody, so, if somebody, no, that's not, I, that's okay, not what okay. they're interested in. They're Wait, not interested I, in solving whatever non for profit okay. problem you have. That's okay. not what the world is doing. Okay. I don't want to shout them out only because they're not paying us to be on the show. But I saw a Super Bowl commercial that was like, this is dope. I did some research on YouTube. I bought the product. I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. I told you about it. I told Rich about it. I told everybody in this podcast about it. I told 10 people about this thing because it was awesome. So it was good marketing that helped me solve a problem. I was trying, I had a problem that you also had, that Rich had, that 10 other people had. And I've got 10 people to buy this product that I didn't get paid for. That's why I'm not shouting it out. What was the product? The electric head shaver. The head shaver. The head shaver. We, I know I've sold that to 10 people because it solved my problem. It was good marketing. That's what I'm saying. And their purpose was to help us? Yes. Yes, it solved the problem for us, didn't it? And in that analogy, good products, Mac good pro- is the algorithm. <laughs> good products, good products, good marketing, and good advertising should promote good problem solving. The problem is, is people that's, use... That's- Good tactics for Ooh. shitty causes. That sounds like pimp game right there. It's there's, not all puppy dogs it's not, and ice cream, even, you know? It's not, it's not even based in reality. There's no company, there's no company whose sole goal is to help us. If they're for profit, they're for profit. So what? So, so what? Well, you know, okay. They say that the goal shouldn't is I be, so, so oh, shouldn't no. I be paid? So I shouldn't be paid? Wait, wait. So if I cure cancer, I shouldn't be paid for that? No, no, no. If I come up with a cure for COVID, where yes. it's one shot and 20 minutes, you're, you're back to normal. I yes. shouldn't be paid for that. I oh, shouldn't be I paid for that. I didn't say you shouldn't. So then what's wrong with, with... If you're telling me Pfizer's existence is only to help me, that's bullshit. If you I didn't tell say me that. that Monsanto's only existence is to help me, it's bullshit. I didn't say that. Right. But they might come up with the with the cure for COVID. What I said was, is there's a good side of the force and there's a dark side of the force. Good marketing... Good, good products only and, is and marketing. That's what it is. It's good not marketing, reality. not reality. Combined with good products that solve problems, they're not a marketing, bad. It's not a bad marketing, thing. Marketing is telling a story. That story doesn't actually have to be reality. What I want to do is make a million dollars. If my product makes a million dollars, if the product sells and makes a million dollars, then all marketing isn't bad. All marketing isn't lies. As opposed to. Nobody said that. As a as opposed to, and I, I didn't say that you said that. I was honestly trying to make a pivot over to our next topic. And if it failed miserably, right. I'll accept that. That's fine. Next topic. Remember, there's a good side of the force. And there's a dark side of the force. If you want your advertisement to be on the good side, contact us at decoding40 at gmail.com. Become a sponsor of the Decoding 40 and have your commercial streamed during the show. 
Hey, have you had numbness in your legs? Sure. When they sit at the toilet sometimes, I get <laughs> yeah. in my legs. That is a sleepy leg problem that you should see your doctor about, and we have a medication for it. Sleepy Speak to our marketer, he'll sell you the product. You didn't what? know you had a problem. You oh, my God. And your legs fell asleep, but apparently that's some oh sleepy God. leg shit that you need medication for. Am or- I going to lose my legs, sir? Hi, this is Sleepy Legs customer service. If you're having numbness in your legs, get Sleepy Legs wake up call. Ronald watched a lot of Fox News and got Sleepy Legs, but he said it's a hoax. Listen to what happened. Do not hesitate. Speak to a real doctor before you lose your legs. Find a real doctor in your area at www.sleepylegswakeupcall.ru. Buy two boxes of Sleepy Legs Wake Up Call and get an anti-fraud voting pen. So all of us have gone to some form of college, higher institution, whatever that is. You know, I think that a lot of us, when we were coming up, have been sold this dream about this gilded age or this or this gilded degree that if we get these degrees and we get these paperwork that everything's going to be wonderful we're going to make a million dollars and everything is going to be great and what's happening in 2020 is there are all these people that have graduated there's all these people that excuse me that have all of these amazing degrees from these amazing institutions they're back living with their parents and they can't find work so are we doing our kids a disservice by telling them that college is the way out College is the future. College is what we should do for the purpose of your career, as opposed to telling them college is wonderful, a wonderful experience of learning. And you should look at it in that context. How do you guys feel about that? What are you going to advise your kids and what are your thoughts um, as we move as today and moving forward? I actually have an interesting thought about this. Uh, The other day, my son was in class and uh, one of his classmates was responding to the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the young lady said, a YouTuber. (laughs) And the teacher responded by saying, well, you really can't be a YouTuber, but you could be something else like a producer or a director or videographer. And I actually took exception to that because she is using her idea and framework of what a career is and trying to block this kid's vision. Hmm. Because first off, 10 years ago, no one knew what YouTube was or what it was going to be. So the idea that people are making a living off of being a YouTuber is obviously foreign to her. So for, for me, and my wife and I have different opinions about this. Like, I, I would love for my kids to go to school if they have a full ride, because I think college is a safety net or it was a safety net for you to try out different ideas to experience, experiment with your life and growing and understanding who you are as a person. The problem is it's way too expensive right now. And it is creating a financial burden on people that is saddling them with debt that to me would be capital better utilized in building a business or creating something or investing. Hmm. So what, what we think of as college now, I'm pretty sure, particularly after this year, social distancing and remote learning, that college is not going to really look like that anymore. There might be elements of it, but what we know college to be right now is going to be very different. And it's going to shift and it's going to have to shift because I think because of the cost of college, many colleges are going to find themselves uh, bankrupted by people not, one, not being able to afford it, two, other people realizing, why am I putting this much money I'm so, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars in case, in some cases into this education. And I do not necessarily get the ROI on it that would make it make sense. Malcolm Gladwell, who is an author of a lot of different books, look him up. It's a great um, podcast, by the way. Also, a, yeah, amazing podcast. Um, Re- Malcolm it's Gladwell, called The Revisionist History. Malcolm Gladwell said there is no way that your local community college at $6,000 a year and Harvard at $60,000 a year, there's no way that Harvard is 10 times more of a better education. I actually work in higher ed and I teach in higher ed. I will say this without being critical of the institution. I don't understand how they can justify 
a in-person education at the same rate that they can justify a virtual education. Mm. And and I'm saying that as someone who is my job to not only communicate information, but it is to inspire people to give a shit about this material that we're talking about in a way which is different than what they can Google in YouTube. And that's getting more and more and more difficult as they get smarter and smarter and smarter and smarter and the tools get easier and easier and easier. We have to bring real world experience. Mm -hmm. And so what I try to do is say, look, this is the thing. This is why you should care about it. And this is how you apply, how you apply it. Mm -hmm. Um, When I went to school, it was about being exposed to new information and new things that I may not have been exposed to. What I learned in college is I learned how to learn. <laughs> You're talking about women right now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> when, when I went to college, I learned how to learn. And that was the most valuable thing to me. I learned how to digest information, process it, and make it useful in various different ways. Now, I don't know if college is that anymore. And I don't know if college has kept pace with the environment that we live in. I don't know if I don't know if our grade school education has is keeping pace with what's going on in the world. I think we need to revamp education in general. But I also know no looking at a screen while someone just yammers to you. I don't think that that is necessarily the highest level of efficacy at this time. I think I think I think in general that the whole idea of college has to change. And if you want to take an elective and learn about something history and anything like that, that's cool. But if you want to do some real world job shit, you're going to have to take a more technical angle. Everything's going to be automated. You're going to have to learn how to fix these machines. So all of this getting this classical type of educations. I mean, th- right now there's a shortage of plumbers and electrician. They, they, they say in the next 20 years, it's going to be a, a major shortage of that. And you were spending all this money to go to college. Yeah, it's a great experience. It, you, you party, you have a good time, you, you live life, you learn things, you learn stuff about yourself and how to deal with people and all of that stuff is great. But from a financial perspective, it being, you know, coming out of college and being two, three hundred thousand dollars in debt, that shit is ridiculous. Where you can just go to a technical school, learn something and get, if not more money, a lot more money than some of these motherfuckers coming out of college. You 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 spend two hundred thousand dollars on your education, and you you got a job making sixty thousand a year, and your fucking student loans is fucking fifteen hundred dollars a month. What the fuck are you supposed to do with that? That shit is crazy to me. To me, it's a waste of money. If you learn something technical, you good, and you get in the fucking union. Once you're in the union, you got you know benefits, and you're good. Somebody signed a guy slip. Really, all, all it really all boils down to what your child is interested in, and what they want to do. And when you were talking about the, the comparison between Harvard and like a state or local school, it's not about the education. It's about the network that that builds going to Harvard with other kids that went to Harvard. It's about that network. It's not about the education necessarily. You're going to learn the shit that you're supposed to learn. Right. But once you get out of school, then what? When you're in the job market, then what? When you're moving around in the world, then what? Like, that's what Harvard is selling you. That's what Columbia is selling you. That's what all the Ivies are selling you is, is that that network after. It's sort of like, why do you pledge? Why do you pledge any fraternity? Because after you get out of school, there's going to be a network of people who are going to help you succeed in your life. So for, for my kids, if they're not getting into a tier one school, and I'm not even, I'm not even going to push them towards that. But if they're not getting into a tier one school, they're not going to go to fucking Duke for, for $60,000 a year. They're not going to go to NYU for $60,000 a year. No, they're not. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't support that. I would like, if the thing that you want to do is available somewhere else for cheaper undergrad, and then you do your grad school wherever you want. Try to get a scholarship. Try to get a free ride to to pay that. When when we set up my daughter's five twenty nine plan, and I've said this on the show before, the the banker that we were working with, he did a projection of what school would cost for her at, at eighteen years down the line, and it was at five hundred thousand dollars for yeah, a state. That's, right. that's ridiculous. Five hundred five hundred to six hundred thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. 
For what? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like mathematically, it does not make sense. And that five hundred thousand dollars. If that five hundred thousand dollars with the interest that you're going to pay along the lines no, of paying no. that shit back. Oh, probably no. not. That's not no, even. That's that's not even that's so, now, so now, so now, so now, so now, you're talking a million and a half when you when it's all said right. and done. Five hundred thousand for, for college to borrow over four years, and uh, after thirty years, on top of that, you're going to pay another seven hundred grand on top. I, I'm sure it's, it's just not worth the investment. Like if kids sort of know what they want to do, I think we actually have an advantage because we can help point them in the right direction. I don't think our parents were as equipped to be able to do that without school to say, here's an internship, here's an apprenticeship, here's somebody I know in the business, here's somebody, here's a way that you can link to somebody in the business when you come out of school at 18 and intern. I don't think our parents were were equipped to do that the way that we are. I actually do not recommend higher education. And I don't mean, I think everybody should get a college degree, a bachelor's degree. I don't recommend master's degrees and post. Well, it depends on what you degrees. want to do. I was going to say, unless you want to do something technical, something that requires licensing or something, because getting a master's degree in like liberal arts at this point is you spending money. Yeah. And I think I think the market has started to figure that out. And, and listen, I've been teaching a long time. The students that came in seven or 10 years ago are way smarter every year than they were the year before. And I think not only do they have a clearer idea of what they want to do, as well as the market comes in. And I learn from my students. My students will come in and tell me about analytics. They'll come in and tell me about all these things. They'll come in and they'll tell me about all these new tools. They'll come in and tell me about these new social networks. And that's how I learn and I get up to speed. So I like it just because it keeps me current. And then I'm like, okay, I got to go learn this new thing. And I spend an inordinate amount of time keeping up. So that part for me is fun. But at the same time, it's not because I'm always behind the eight ball. Whereas by before I was always ahead, teach pushing information over to them. At some point that turned over and they're pushing the information over to me. And I know I'm not the only one that's having that experience. So I think if you're not going to, if you're not going to go for something, which is a professional certification, medicine, law, et cetera, then I don't necessarily see the value of the education. But if you are, and you're trying to do something specific, then it makes sense to me. But Depends on what you want out of school. I don't see spending $750,000 for you to go get a degree in creative writing. I'm sorry. No, it's not going to work. All right. What are you guys drinking? This week's libation. Whiskey. Just, what kind of whiskey? Whiskey. Just no whiskey. frills. Whiskey. From ShopRite. It says Costco. It. It's, it's got Costco in a plastic bottle. <laughs> I can fucking heal. He got it. it from A&P. It just says whiskey. It says whiskey. That's uh, that's bumpy, my friend. What are you drinking, uh, Leon? He's drinking mute. mute. He's on mute. What are you uh, drinking, Rick? I'm drinking uh, Citadel gin because my wife didn't answer the door when uh, the delivery... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm drinking Jefferson, aka uh, Sally Hemings Revenge. <laughs> it's literally that's what it's called. All right, no, that's I'm drinking abs. I'm drinking absolute vodka. This is the last of the of my alcohol I have in the house. I'm drinking this. That's it. Absolute. I'm down. I'm down to the. I'm down to my bare knuckles. So I got to mm-hmm. order some liquor. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to Decoding Forty <laughs> and Vin's boring ass whiskey whiskey bumpy we appreciate you guys for listening check in with us every friday we would drop a, an episode every friday decoding 40 and every monday at 11 p.m eastern standard time on facebook and youtube we love you guys we appreciate you for listening check us out next week peace 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 Decoding 40.